0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. Two years ago, our next guest was bearish on stocks and bonds when interest rates were much lower. But now that the Federal Reserve has ratcheted up short-term rates and 10-year treasury yields have jumped from a half a percent to nearly 4%, we thought now would be a good time to check in with him to see if he still feels the same. Tyson Halsey is a chartered financial analyst with Income Growth Advisors. He joins us now by phone from his office in Daniel Island, South Carolina. Tyson, welcome back to the program. Hi, Mike. So tell us how you do feel now that interest rates are significantly different than the last time we talked.
1: Well, interest rates have risen considerably And I think the big takeaway is after a couple decades or a decade and a half of abnormally low interest rates, that adjustment is a difficult one and one which typically leads to a recession. But in this case, I think interest rates were so low that the adjustment has not caused a normal economic slowdown. We saw corrections in the stock market, and now it's coming back, and it almost appears that we may not have a economic recession in spite of the significant rise in interest rates. I'm cautious on stocks, but I think from an investment standpoint, the fact that we have higher interest rates opens up a whole lot of new opportunities in terms of income vehicles that people can rely on and I think moving away from the idea of investing heavily in large cap growth, in technology or maybe AI, there are good conservative strategies that can produce attractive yields. And I think now that's the appropriate posture for investing.
0: Well, you know, over the past couple of years, technology stocks that you mentioned have uh, been a great place to just sit on and hold and watch the growth. But this year, you got to have a strong stomach to have those in your portfolio.
1: You know, there are shades of gray here. I mean, I would say on one hand, in general, for 40 years, we had declining interest rates and having 60% in stocks and 40% in bonds worked great. You're always making money on the bond side for the most part and the stock side. And now I think stocks are pretty fully valued and interest rates have just begun to normalize. So the easy money being made in bonds is over. And I really think that you can actually now have money in a money market or in the bank, but pick up uh, high yield uh, vehicles where you're getting an 8 or 9 or 10% yield. So essentially paying up for growth now, I think while it could work, I think that you're just paying a high price for it. And there is a risk that there is too much enthusiasm, almost an irrational exuberance around the excitement of artificial intelligence, though I appreciate the productivity enhancements it offers.
0: All right. Well, let's go ahead in the short time that we have with you and get a couple of ideas on the income side.
1: Okay. It happens. There are a couple that, that I like. One is a company called Energy Transfer. It is a master limited partnership, and it yields 9.5%, and I think pipelines in the U.S. are going to continue to be utilized, and the demand for fossil fuels has largely been underestimated, and I think that that makes sense. I like a company called Gamco Global Gold and Natural Resource Income Trust, GGN, they yield nine and a half percent as well and it's a cover writing closed-end fund that writes calls on gold and natural resources I also like the emerging markets in the Templeton emerging market income fund buys emerging market sovereign debt and it yields 11 percent and lastly I like a company called Intero Midstream. It's a corporation. It's a C-corp, so you don't have a K-1 like with many MLPs. And that yields 8%, has substantial insider ownership in the stock, I think is going to raise their dividend going forward. And uh, I think that they're really well positioned to benefit from the boom in natural gas.
0: And of course, as a disclaimer, I need to ask you if you have a position yourself in any of these investments.
1: I own these for my clients. I don't own them for myself, but I'm hoping to move a lot of assets into these yield vehicles as uh, I'm 62 and looking to have a attractive retirement income.
0: Well, Tyson, as always, thank you so much for the information and sharing your insights with us today. Thank you, Mike. It's a pleasure sharing them. Tyson Halsey is a chartered financial analyst with Income Growth Advisors. He joined us by phone from his office in Daniel Island, South Carolina. Remember, you can hear this show again at our webpage, southcarolinapublicradio.org. And you can find us wherever you find podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer.